Hey, y'all. Hey, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm coming to you just to talk about some spiritual gifts. Um, I'm going to be talking out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and the gift of tongues and the use of tongues. And it's interesting because right before chapter 14, we have chapter 13 where it talks about love and how you can have every amazing spiritual gift in the world. And if you do not have love, you're, it's nothing. It profits you nothing. But the reason we're going here is because um, the, the gift of tongues is for today. Amen. Uh, it's in Hebrews 13, chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. So these spiritual gifts are for us today, amen, and we're to go hard after them. But there is an order to how God likes these things done when we're coming together as a body of believers to build each other up in God, amen, and that's our focus every time we come together, at least it should be our focus. Now, there are times when we need to be lifted up and we just come humbly and ask and that's fine that's a good thing we need each other i need lifted up from time to time amen <laughs> we all do but my point in saying this is because if you come in using the gift of tongues um and somebody's new or newer to this they'd be like what the heck just happened i know i would be if i was new to this right so we're just going to go lay the context down of how it's a good thing to have the gift of tongues. And it is for every believer. I believe every believer has uh, um, a spiritual language in tongues. Now, there's a difference between speaking uh, in your prayer language to yourself and your Holy Spirit inside of you and to God. And then there's a difference in speaking in tongues where God will give an interpretation. And sometimes it'll be in a different language. So we're just going to go after it here, and, and I'm going to lay down the context of what Paul's talking about here with the gift of tongues in a body of believers, meaning multiple people, you know, not by yourself. So, and a lot of religious people will use this to say that the gift of tongues is not for today, but it's clearly exact opposite, and you'll see throughout the context here, but Paul's talking about quote unquote, the church, you know, when you come together as a body, because the church is the body of Christ and he's the head. Amen. So verse one, follow after love. It says charity in the King James, but it's literally translated love. So follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you prophesy. Remember the context he's talking about in the body when we're coming together as a group of believers to edify each other. But notice here, he says, desire spiritual gifts. That's a strong word. We're to desire these things. But rather that ye prophesy, for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So throughout this chapter, you'll notice he's releasing wisdom from heaven and little keys of how amazing it is, how amazing of a gift it is. You're not speaking to no one, but unto God, no one else can understand you. And you're speaking mysteries in the spirit. Amen. Verse three, but he that prophesies speaks unto men to edification, to the building up, to edification and exhortation and comfort. Amen. So the gift of prophecy speaks uh, to build people up, 
to exhort them and to comfort them. Verse four, he that speaks in an unknown tongue builds up himself. So there goes another one of those keys. Sorry, I'm just going to turn this on. Do not disturb. So nobody disturbs this. <laughs> um, did you hear that, friends? Check this out. He's, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself, builds up himself. So it's a good thing to do, but in the correct setting. Amen. Because you build yourself up in the Lord. And if you look at Jude verse 20, yeah, I'm going to go there. It's a little book right before the revelation of Jesus Christ. And it's just one chapter. Jude verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's how you build yourself up in the most holy faith. I don't know about you guys, but I want to build myself up in the most holy faith. Amen. <laughs> and so back to verse four. He that speaks in an unknown tongue buildeth up himself, edify himself. But he that prophesy edify the church. And the word church here is literally the body. The body of what? The body of believers that are coming together to build each other up. Verse five. I wish I would that you all spoke in tongues. He's like, it's a good thing. I want you all to speak in tongues, but rather that you prophesy. Because he's talking about in the context of a body of believers coming together. For a greater is he that prophesies than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret. So that's what I was talking about. If somebody interprets those tongues, it's okay because it's able to be understood by the body of believers and be edified. Amen. That the church may receive edifying, building up. Verse 6, now therefore, brethren, if I come unto you and speaking with tongues, what shall it profit you? Except shall I speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or prophesying or by doctrine, by God releasing something to you from his word or God revealing something to you by his Holy Spirit, uh, giving you knowledge or prophesying. Verse 7, and even things without life giving sound, whether a pipe or a harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds. How shall it be known what is piped or played? So if I come to you and pick up this guitar and start singing Amazing Grace, but I don't hit one note, how are you going to follow along? Or if I don't even sing yet, right? And I'm playing that song in my mind, but I'm not hitting any of the chords for anybody else to know what is playing, is what he's saying there. Verse 8, for if a trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself for battle? And in those days, you have watchmen on the wall during the wee night of the hours and if an invading force was coming in they had to play a specific song so the warriors would wake up and know that they were under attack well if they don't play that specific song the warriors ain't waking up so that's the context that it's that it's talking about there verse nine so likewise except you utter by tongue the words easy to understand how shall it be known what is spoken for you speak into the air you speak into the spirit Verse 10, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them are without significance. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, how shall it be unto him that speaks? I shall be unto him that speaks a barbarian, and he that speaks to me a barbarian unto me. Meaning you're speaking two different languages and do not understand each other, and that conversation would go nowhere. <laughs> Verse 12, even so, for as much you are zealous for spiritual gifts, it's a good thing. Seek that you may excel to edify the body, edify people when you come together, brothers and sisters in Christ. Seek that you may edify one another. 
Amen. Um, let's see, verse 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he or she may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. There goes another one of those little gems where he's telling you about what it does, that gift of operation, but how to use it in your personal time, unless you're going to come and have somebody else interpret or not even have somebody else because it should be spirit recognizing spirit. But anyways, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit and I will, I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with my understanding also. Verse 16, or else when I, when you shall bless with the spirit, how shall the occupied in the room and the unlearned say amen? at the giving of, of thanks, seeing they don't understand what the heck we're saying, right? So he's talking about when you come together as a group of believers, you need to have the context of um, us coming humbly together and looking to edify another. And like I said, if we need building up, we'll come to the right place because we're called to build each other up in the Lord. Amen. So verse 17 for ve you verily, you truly give thanks well, but the other is not edified. And so that's what we're after in these meetings when we come together as a body of believers, no matter what the context, we want to build each other up. Amen. And so this is the qualifier for those who say the gift of tongues are not for today. Check out this bold statement by Paul. I love it. Verse 18. I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than all of y'all. <laughs> It's like, whoa, Paul, that's a key insight to an amazing child of God. If you read Paul's letters, he wrote most of the New Testament. But if you read his letters and look at his life, there, there's a powerful key to unlock for you. Amen. And your private prayer times with the Lord. And again, it speaks through it throughout scripture, guys, um, over in Romans 8 where we come to a point of brokenness and we don't know what to pray, but the Holy spirit makes intercession for us and groanings, you know, and stuff that we don't understand with our natural mind, but it's our, the Holy spirit interceding for us. Amen. So I'll leave you guys with that. You can continue to read on there. It talks about it a little more, but the basis of what we want is everybody to be edified. Amen. And we don't want to hinder people from receiving spiritual gifts or using them, but in a corp and, and, and I hate the word corporate in a body gathering in a church setting, which is the body, we're coming to build up one another. Amen. In the love of Jesus Christ, in the amazing knowledge and knowing him. So, and all you do go hard after God, but just look to, um, Lift one another up. And then when we come together, we're called to lift one another up. We're not called to hamper uh, people's spiritual gifts or knowing. But when we're coming together as a body, the left arm has to help out the right arm. Otherwise, you can't pick up the load. Amen. Bless you guys. Um, looking forward to having many more meetings with y'all. Bless you in Jesus' mighty name.